Hey there, welcome back. This is episode 20 of the DIY Narrator Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast for the instructional designer who performs their own e-learning narration, rather than hiring a professional narrator. And I don't discriminate. Maybe you don't have the time or the budget to hire someone. Maybe you just like doing it yourself because you sound so good. No matter the reason, you are a DIY narrator. My name is Josh Risser and I'm a professional voiceover talent who just so happens to be a former corporate trainer, which I hope gives me a little bit of insight into the narration side, as well as the L&D side. First thing I want to say is that I'm just about recovered from a cold. Yeah, this is probably the third or fourth time you've heard me say that this year, so it's kind of getting annoying, but you probably hear a little congestion. Sorry about that. I still wanted to get an episode out. In this episode, I want to expand a bit on what I brought up in the last episode because I feel like we can go deeper. I started writing out notes for the episode, and I'm thinking we're going to break this up into a two, three, or four-parter based on how long it takes to discuss the first element. I talked a bit in the last episode about how I failed at an e-learning project because I wasn't clear when it came to understanding a key element. Who is it for? Had I better understood it, I would have produced a better result the first time around. For more info on that, head back to episode 19 and give that one a listen. Let's talk about the question of who is it for. It's a question that I'm sure you already answered when you started to outline your training module. You know how much time they have to do the training. You know where their knowledge, skills, and behavior gaps are. You know the people, you know their jobs, and you know the change that you hope to make in them. You've already taken the answer to our question, who is it for, into consideration when you wrote the outline for your training, when you built the visuals, and when you chose your training delivery method. In our case, we're going to assume you picked narrated e-learning as that's what we're talking about. Maybe you even considered it when you wrote the narration script. But there are many times when I've gotten a script and it reads kind of like someone just took a book of knowledge written by a SME and copied and pasted entire paragraphs. Then if you read it exactly as written, you start to get bored and it comes out in your performance. So we need to worry about how we write our script when we think about who's it for. And that will directly impact your performance. Now speaking of performance, there are also things you can do in your performance in a number of different ways that can change based on the answer to our question of who is it for. So the first two things I want to talk about, I want to rehash a little bit of the pace stuff that I talked about in episode 19, but I also want to get into some script writing in this episode. And then in later episodes, I'm going to talk a little bit about the style of your narration, things like energy, conversationality, stuff like that. Let's jump in and talk about who's it for with regard to script writing. The first thing I want to say in script writing is never copy and paste your script from a training document and never write a script that sounds like an SOP or a standard operating procedures document or something that a SME or an SME or a subject matter expert might have written and just emailed to you. That can take a lot of practice, but an e-learning script needs to read like you talk, not like you'd write, but not necessarily like you would talk. It needs to read more like how your learner would talk if they were the one teaching a peer a material. So imagine you have two learners sitting next to each other. One has done the job for a while. One is just learning. How would they have a conversation? I need to do a full episode on conversational script writing so we can get deeper into that. But in the meantime, think of the script based on the level of professionalism that your learner base will be expecting. 
I'm really generalizing here, but it helps to make my point. Are your learners considered professionals, that's quote professionals, who expect to or like to be spoken to as quote professionals? For example, doctors, lawyers, accountants. Sorry, doctors, lawyers, and accountants. You always get picked on by me. Or are they more entry-level type employees who will respond better to more casual and friendly language? Or maybe somewhere in between? What you need to do is try to think about that and try to speak their language. Write your script as if you're a peer having a conversation with them one-on-one. Not a subject matter expert who's just getting their knowledge out of their brain and into a formal document. Someone who's in the trenches, who's done the work and understands the real way the job is done and is sharing that information. In fact, this is exactly how you should picture yourself when you're actually narrating the project, when you're actually performing it. I'd love to be more specific on script writing, but it comes down to you and your learners and the type of information you're trying to get across. It'll take you some time to really find their voice, but when you do, it'll really help the way the narration comes out and the way it's accepted by your learners. So get to know them and their work and their language, and then try to incorporate that feeling into your writing. Be sure to stay away from sounding like an authority figure and steer more towards sounding like a person. Your learner will appreciate it. Next thing I want to elaborate on is what I talked a little bit about in episode 19, which was pace. If you haven't heard the episode, quick recap. Did some work, found out that, you know, my pace was a little dragging for the type of situation the person's going to be in, and I needed to pick it up a little bit. Head back to episode 19 for a little more elaboration on the story. Your pace needs to match the learner's level of knowledge and the current understanding of the subject. This doesn't mean that you narrate at the same pace the entire time, though. You still need to vary your speed and slow down when you hit key points. Pick it up on the fluff. Stick to your basic storytelling techniques, like varying your pace and volume throughout the e-learning. That's the kind of stuff that draws listeners in. Ask yourself the question, is this all new material? If so, slow it down a little bit. Even take a little more time when you hit an important point. Give your learner time to take it in, take notes, if they're note takers, absorb the material and connect it to the things that they already know because we know that's how learning works. Maybe this training is a refresher, is it a refresher, is it reinforcement? In that case, respect the fact that they've heard the info before, which is the mistake I made, and don't drag it out longer than necessary. That said, if the reason that you're doing the work is that maybe a particular part of the information didn't sink in or has been troublesome for your learners, and this is a reinforcement course, maybe you do need to take a little more time to let them absorb it, so slow down if you do need to. The next question you should ask is, will the learner feel rushed or stressed about the time available to finish the training? Be sure to take that into consideration and pick up the pace, especially on the fluff. Think about the stress you feel when you're under pressure to finish some work, yet you're held up from actually making progress by something you feel is trivial. That could be the stuff at the beginning of the training module that says, this training module will help you learn more about blah, blah, blah. That's the kind of stuff no one really wants to hear. Maybe you have to have it in there because you feel like it needs to be in there or someone in the company feels like it needs to be in there. If so, pick it up through that and make sure you respect the learner's stress. Bump up your speed on stuff like that and get to the point. Help them relieve some of the tension that will come with the time crunch and that stress. 
All right, I'm going to leave it there for this week. Next time, we're going to talk about conversational style, and some of the stuff I'm going to say will probably give some of you the heebie-jeebies. You're going to want to listen to the next episode to find out what that's all about, and that was a hint. Maybe you got it. Maybe you didn't. Maybe I just sound like a crazy person talking into a microphone. All right, comment like that means it's time to wrap things up. Find the show notes over at DIYNarrator.com slash 020. This is episode 20. More on Who's It For? Part 1, Script Writing and Pace. Again, if you missed episode 19, which is the reason I started doing this series, go back to it to hear about how I failed at an e-learning project and what I did to correct it. Also, there's a little announcement about the DIY Narrator Academy. If you are looking for the way to ratchet up your narration game, let me know. Send me an email, host at DIYNarrator.com, or sign up for the newsletter over at DIYNarrator.com to get information about when some more videos and information comes out there. I think I said information a lot right there. This is why you write scripts in e-learning. My name is Josh Risser. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Get out there and do some great work.